when you ask for proof of the afterlife, things tend to get crazy. Today I'm talking about We Go On. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about We Go On, which is a um, a low-budget horror movie that I recently found on Shudder, and I really liked it. So without further ado, let's get started. One of my favorite tropes in horror movies is the non-believer slash con man thrown into a real situation. Fake ghost hunters encounter real ghosts, a person who does a haunted house vlog finds a real one, Scooby-Doo and the gang encounter real zombies. All that fun stuff. But what about someone who's trying to find genuine spiritual connection amongst all those frauds? That brings us to today's movie, We Go On. Clark Freeman stars as Miles, a man paralyzed by perpetual fear of dying. Hoping to face his fears directly, Miles puts out a call for proof of the afterlife, but Miles may get more than he bargained for after finding the genuine article. We Go On is a great example of how to do a horror movie on a budget. The first half of the film is pretty straightforward, as we learn about Miles, his background, why he's like this, and his ad. From there, he and his mother work through the most promising candidates and begin eliminating them for either being frauds or mentally unwell. This works really well because the movie can create tense situations with the potential for supernatural stuff and still pull the rug out if it feels like it. And Clark Freeman's performance is as twitchy and uncomfortable as Miles is dead on. The impulse for a lot of actors in movies like this is to overplay what can only be described as paralyzing agoraphobia and fear, and he doesn't do that. We can just tell how uncomfortable this stuff makes him, and when he finally encounters the real thing, he's forced out of his comfort zone and to actually be proactive. And since we're dealing with ghosts, the movie can just pop a person in or out of frame at will to indicate whether or not they're here, what they want, etc. The second half of the movie is where things get really interesting because Miles gets proof, and not the kind he was looking for. Getting too into the weeds is going to be spoiler-heavy, but the basic gist is that Miles is trying to figure out what the Spectre he's found wants, and that underlying mystery propels the movie forward until the end. Writer-directors Jesse Holland and Annie Mitten have a knack for creating tense scenes and breaking that tension, either via a scare or reveal, and the movie never overstays its welcome. In short, it's quick, well-constructed, and equal parts scary and interesting. Definitely worth a watch. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.